time for your morning briefing of junior mining and mineral exploration news. You are tuned in to Mining Stock Daily. Now, reporting from the Clear Creek Digital Studios in Denver, Colorado, here's your host, Trevor Hall. Good morning, everybody. Welcome into the Mining Stock Daily Morning Briefing. This is Trevor Hall. And I am Paul Harris. Good morning, Paul. How are you? Morning, Trevor. Very well, thank you. Yeah, good. Uh, it's nice. To, uh, gold had a nice run yesterday. It's good to see a little bit of life in the precious metals. Yeah, it, it liked that uh, weak labor data that we got here in the United States. So that, yeah. things really took off. <laughs> There's a good number of companies that are not just in the green, but, uh, you know, 10% rises yesterday. Yeah, uh, plus some based on some of those discovery hits, uh, we might say. That Lavers Gold hit, I mean... That thing was up, I think, 140% yesterday. Wow. Yeah, pretty amazing. That's uh, that's the beauty of the junior market, of the junior mining market. Things like that can happen even when people are least expecting it. So uh, maybe something will happen today. Who knows? All right, let's get started. Today is Wednesday, August 30th. Yesterday, after treading water sideways overnight, gold was smacked for $10 on no news about an hour after the LBMA AM fix getting hit down to $1,942. But just after 8.30, the yellow metal shot up from 1942 to a high of 1966. The catalyst was the weaker than expected economic reports, most notably the JOLTS report, which showed that the number of job openings in the U.S. was much lower than expected. Worse, the number of openings for the previous two months were revised sharply lower. The expectation is that the weak economic data will prompt the Fed to halt interest rates, which is wildly bullish for gold and silver. Speaking of which, silver shot up from $24.22 per ounce to as high as $24.85 and settled at $24.76. It was up 2.1% from the previous day, outperforming all of the broad stock indices except the SOX and the NASDAQ 100. The mining stocks rose, though not as much as the Mining Stock Journal would have expected, given the move in the metals, but the GDX jumped 1.8%, and several silver stocks were up anywhere from 2 to 4%. It's possible that the big move the Mining Stock Journal is expecting after Labor Day may be starting now. We'll get to the news from the miners and explorers in a moment, but first a word about today's sponsor. This episode of Mining Stock Daily is brought to you by Fireweed Metals. Fireweed is advancing three different projects within the Yukon and Northwest Territories, including the flagship McMillan Pass project, a large zinc-lead silver deposit, and the MacTung project, one of the largest and highest-grade tungsten deposits in the world. Fireweed plans to advance these projects through exploration, resource definition, metallurgy, engineering, economic studies, and collaboration with indigenous people on the path to production. For more information, please visit fireweedmetals.com. And here's what you need to know this morning. Monera Alamos provided its June quarter results and operations update for its Santana gold mine in Sonora, Mexico. The company reported a net loss of $2.1 million Canadian for the quarter, including a $3.7 million foreign exchange loss due to the strengthening peso. The company ended the quarter with $8.3 million in cash and working capital of $20.5 million. Subsequent to quarter end, it received a $2.5 million VAT refund. 
work at Santana focused on development and infrastructure in advance of a planned improvement in mining operations in the second half. Since June, mining and stacking operations have been increasing steadily. The three-year regional drought that inhibited production rates appears to be over as more typical weather patterns have returned. The company advances discussions with environmental regulator Semernat regarding permit amendments to triple overall pad capacity. At the Cerro de Oro Go project, permit applications were completed and handed to its permitting consultants to guide the project through the permitting process. Monera Alamos trades on the TSX Venture with MAI. Eloro Resources posted an inaugural minimal resource estimate for the Isca Isca Silvertin polymetallic project in Potosi, Bolivia. The inferred mineral resource is 541 million tons, grading 0.69% zinc, 0.28% lead, and 13.6 grams per tonne silver. The tin inferred mineral resource sits at 110 million tons, grading 0.12% tin, 0.14% lead, and 14.2 grams per tonne silver. The overall estimate contains almost 300 million ounces of silver, 4.1 million tons of zinc, 1.7 million tons of lead, and 130,000 tons of tin for a 1.15 billion ounce silver equivalent. The company says the overall in situ value based on the net smelled return values is about 6.8 billion US dollars, of which 3.3 billion is in the shallower high grade zone with the potential open pit. Eloro Resources trades on the TSX under ELO and on the OTCQX under ELRRF. Contango Ore said mining started at its 30% owned Mancho mine in Alaska with the project on track and on budget to see production start in the second half of 2024. Mining operations primarily consist of pre-stripping with any ore encountered to be stockpiled for transport to Kinross's Fort Knox mill for processing. Mill modification continues at Fort Knox. Mancho is expected to produce 225,000 gold equivalent ounces per year over four and a half year mine life. Contango's share is expected to average 67,500 ounces per year. Mancho is 70% owned by Kinross. Contango also initiated a surface drill program on the Coleman segment of the Lucky Shot vein at its Lucky Shot project. 12 to 15 drill holes for 3,000 meters will be drilled in infill and extend the Coleman segment, which contains over 95,000 ounces of indicated gold resources, averaging 15.6 grams per ton. Contango Ore trades on the NYSC American with CTGO. Copper Fox Metals announced an updated resource estimate on its Eagle Head Copper Gold Molybdenum Silver Porphyry Copper project in northwestern British Columbia. It features an indicated resource of 70.8 million tonnes, grading 0.326% copper equivalent, containing 509 million pounds, using metals prices of $3.50 copper, $20 molybdenum, $1,750 per ounce gold, and $20 silver. It also contains an inferred resource of 242.3 million tonnes, grading 0.246% copper equivalent, containing 1.3 billion pounds. Copper Fox Metals trades on the TSXV under CUU and on the OTCQX under CPFXF. 
Abra Silver posted assay results for the final set of drill holes completed as part of the company's Phase 3 drill program on its wholly owned Diablios property in Salta Province, Argentina. Hole 70 was drilled to test the northeastern edge of the jack zone and returned 64 meters, grading 148 grams per ton silver. Hole 75 was drilled to test the northeastern edge and returned 15 meters of 93 grams per ton silver and 0.78 grams per ton gold. This particular result demonstrates the continuity of mineralization between the jack zone and the main occulto deposit and is possibly a, a combined open pit. The Phase 3 drill program has now been successfully completed. The company is preparing an updated resource estimate, which remains on schedule to be completed within the next few weeks, to be followed by a pre-feasibility study on the Diablios project. Silver trades on the venture with ABRA and on the OTC with ABBRF. Marathon Gold received confirmation from the Impact Assessment Agency of Canada that changes to the Valentine Gold project to accommodate an open pit and associated infrastructure at the Berry deposit do not constitute a new designated project and do not require a new impact assessment. This means the assessment and subsequent permitting of Berry can proceed with an environmental assessment of a new undertaking by the provincial regulator and a modified decision statement by the federal regulator. Marathon anticipates these processes will be completed during 2023 and 2024 in advance of the scheduled commencement of mining at Berry in the second quarter of 2025. Marathon Gold trades on the TSX under MOZ. All right, that's a wrap here this morning on the morning briefing. It is produced by Clear Commodity Network and Investment Research Dynamics Mining Stock Journal. It is also distributed throughout the world through your podcast network of choice and by our friends over at the Junior Mining Network. Paul, have a great day. Thank you. You too. All right. Everybody else out there, have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.